Hello everyone, welcome back to the Dias cast. Today we're doing Ripley's minisode. Uh, um, Ripley, it's me. after you uh, set up camp last episode and you decided to lay down for a rest, your bird rest. I, I don't think I'm far enough along the monk thing that I don't need sleep. Yeah, you're not I don't not think I yet, am. I think. I think I still need to like, sleep. You're still, sli I'm still, yeah, a sleepy you're still confined. I'm still a sleepy bird. You're still a sleepy bird. You're still a sleepy, sleepy bird. Um, you go to bed like for this. The past two days have been pretty hectic, uh -huh. so you need this rest, mm -hmm. and your mind wanders to your training before right before you uh, float. Uh, I'm trying to make a metaphor work, but it's not working. Are you gonna say? So you just go to sleep. Okay. Are you gonna make like a fly joke? Like you're flying away to Dreamland or something. Mm -hmm. But no. Nope. I tried to make nope. that work, but I messed it nope, up. Nope, nope. I I, I you, you it. fucked it. It's fine. Uh, you go back to your training. Uh -huh. Um. You 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 said your village was in the mountains, yeah. right? Like some indiscriminate mountains we don't know the names um, of. Um, they're um they're mountains that aren't really have. Uh, I can tell you that they're not have habitated. Nobody lives there okay. except the Aracocra uh, village and the um, monk sort of thing. Okay. Mostly because the the and the the monk thing is like in a part of the mountain that's accessible by people who have legs, but the Eric Coker village is very much very difficult to get to without wings and without knowing where it is. True, true, true. So those mercenaries went through a lot of trouble yeah, to get to your yeah. village. Yeah, because Eric Coker aren't extremely. They're not like antisocial, um, but they they usually stick to themselves. For the most part, like to their own sort of species, for the most yeah. part, like Ripley is a pretty big exception to the rule, and that's really just because of her situation. Pretty much, they stick to their flock core, right. and they just stay yeah. there. Yeah, I would imagine they would do trading with the Monk Temple, which is how you probably knew mm -hmm. about it. Yeah, that and there's probably a town I imagine, like at the base of the mountain or somewhere close to it, that they trade with every so often. Like they weren't they weren't like hermits up there, but nobody really went up to bother them. Yeah, pretty much. Um, after your village burned, Ripley, you uh, made your way to the monk temple, which the the way of the sun soul, right. uh, a power that harnesses the sun itself, the Haman, to fight yeah, the undead. Thank you. Wow, you know what? No, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't. Like I didn't completely sort of like visualize it like that until very recently. Like I did, I didn't really think that this is just kind of a big old JoJo thing, because that's not what I went this for when just... I. It's certainly not what I went for when I picked it. But now you realize. It's I, just now JoJo. I realize it's just JoJo, and I quit. Oh, you've learned yeah. the ripple. Yeah, the it's essentially the ripple. It's it's all about life energy and, and shit like that. Um, you you've heard of these monks before, mm -hmm. but 
It's just they're they're as seclu as secluded as you are, Even but more so, I think. I would think. Yeah, like the way of the sun soul is a very rigorous training. Mm -hmm. Like you're you're harnessing the power of the sun itself into martial right. arts. So, you approach their temple, and after some convincing, you manage to make your way. You manage to convince them to let them start training you, like for one month. And if you show progress, right. they'll keep you. The stipulations there were uh, Ripley, um, sort of came upon them. The like the whole situation with Ripley's um home being raided and shit happened uh, basically when she was the equivalent of a teenager like a about to leave her teenage years sort of like on the cusp of being teenager. an adult in terms of Eric Coker terms which is like uh, three or four years old or some shit like that um, yeah and the stipulations as I recall them were um, I recall them when I wrote them were something along the lines of um Shit, what was it? Um, they agreed to train her with the stipulations that she not purposefully seek revenge and that she Yes. She, they they offered her they offered her like a place to stay for as long as she needed it, but um only only allowed her to train with them under the stipulations that she progress at a good pace and that she not have sort of like vengeance in her heart. Because that's not really their yeah. sort of way of doing it. Yes. That. Uh, what would you say is the uh, is the species that practice here? Um, I think they're mostly um, humanoids, like elves, humans, um, probably a few dwarfs even. Dwarfs. Yeah. Okay. Um, dwarf monks, I think, are somewhat rare. I mean, any species can be a monk, but I think it was mostly humanoids, and especially because the, there are um, some races that aren't as acclimatized to a mountainous condition as others. That's and true. certainly, humans can acclimatize to anything. That's sort of their trait. Um, elves are pretty long-lived, so they don't care as much. And I imagine doors would do pretty decently in a mountain environment. True. So yeah, you have a couple humans, some dwarves, mm -hmm. some elves. And do you do we want to give out NPC names you can, like yeah. just jam them you out? You can if you want. I haven't really made any of my own. I I, I, I always sort of imagine these um, like wise monk, these wise old monks, but I never really gave them much in terms of like genuine character just sort of a like an archetype sort of thing okay all right right now you're sitting you're sitting in the dojo and you're you're cross-legged mm -hmm. you're trying to learn how to meditate and across from you is a teacher who you were who you were assigned to which is an elven mm -hmm. man and he's he he looks up there. He looks roughly about six hundred years right. old. He's close to yeah, death he's, he's in about a hundred years. His face is uh his face is uh, wrinkled and very uh solemn. His 
I don't imagine I, they got old I guess. enough. I don't actually know. Like he's a hundred years away from right. dying, so right. so he's in the prime years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His hair's white, right? And he's he's um humming to himself. Mm -hmm. And um, but I want you to make a dexterity check. Okay. Let me uh, whip out my brand new physical dice that I bought. From an amazement. Mm -hmm. That's the wrong die. That's a... Hold on. I got a character sheet out. Oh, I got to switch to my character sheet. Did you just plug an amazement? <laughs> yes, I Thank did. Thank you. An amazement... Uh, Die is cast now sponsored by an amazement. <laughs> 2018. What the hell is my? You said Dex. Yes. Yeah. A 20, but not a nat 20. Okay. Um, you don't see it, but your instincts catch it. Like your teacher had just thrown a pebble at you, but you caught it like while you're meditating. Right. That's some hot and shit. he kind of pauses and like nods like you, you're showing promise right. actually that's like, some pretty hot shit actually yep and uh, this is this happens across the span of a mm -hmm. week you come in you sit you you meditate for like a few he hours throws a he thing. throws pebbles at you randomly to see if you're keen right. while also maintaining peace and balance right. you do it each time mm -hmm. And then you move on to your next, to another week of training. Uh, you know that uh, thing where, um, you know that thing where Shaolin monks um, uh, punch sand to uh, strengthen their their fingers. Uh, yeah, I've heard of it. I think. Are we so you're doing, doing that? that? Yeah. What do you feel? Do you want to make a strength throw or a constitution throw? I would throw? prefer to make a constitution throw because my strength is very bad. Okay. Uh, that's a nine. Yeah. Nine. You actually yep. sprain your yeah. hand after doing a few. Yeah. It's rough, but you keep going. But it hurts mm -hmm. every time you do it, and they just tell you to stop because you're actually going to do some damage, yeah, real the, damage. If you the keep thing that about up. Ripley, especially at a young age, is that she's kind of a like not like a hothead, but very obnoxiously determined to do things. Yeah, I mean, you watched mm -hmm. your village burn down, so you're kind of fueled yeah, by that. A right younger now. Ripley isn't as sort of tempered by well she is she certainly isn't tempered by the seven years of training that it took um for her to like meet to reach present day where we are like in a campaign um but she's also not sort of latched onto her ideals of justice and shit like that yet so all she's she's kind of just motivated by her own desires uh your third week of training it's mostly right. just more meditation but it's a more in precarious positioning so right. like you're you're trained they want you to train without relying on your wings when you're high up so hmm 
I think that would be... Um, I'll let you determine what kind of role you want to would, make for this. Hold on. Wait for my character sheet to pop in. That would be... I would say... Acrobatics, probably? Do you think okay. it'd be acrobatics or athletics? Make an acrobatics joke. Okay. That's over a 20. 25? Okay. That's good. That's, that's more yeah, than good my enough. My dex is pretty good. I'm also You're... rolling with my current modifiers, but... Yeah, that's. No. I did the same thing with Dev. It's all good. Right. You're, like, balancing on your fingers and your toes. Right. I think Ripley's always sort of had a talent for dexterity, for, for like, knowing her own body and, like, what she can do with it. Yeah. Uh, certainly more so than strength. As yeah. we saw earlier, she's, she's definitely not a, a strong bird. She's always been, like, focused on... Not the the strength of the blow, but like the momentum that it can create. The yeah, the momentum and the placement of blows. Yes, and I think I think that's why I think that's part of why she wanted to train is that she knew that she had sort of a talent for like not brute force fighting, but more strategic sort of placement of her blows. Yes, and. Um... You're, you're entering the final fourth week of the month that you're training in, mm -hmm. and you are finally allowed into the sanctuary of the temple. Ooh. High above you is a mural of a phoenix, like, blotting out the sun, and it's gloriously right. red and orange and yellow. And you feel a sense of kinship for a brief moment. Right. Like and for your final test, um, you're brought before this the uh, sensei of the of the entire temple. Mm -hmm. And hmm, what do I want you what do I want you to do. All you have to do is appeal to the sensei to allow you to train here. Oh shit! Um... Like your your teachers up to this point will vouch for you because mm -hmm. you've passed uh, two out of their three tests right now. Right. Oh, give me a minute. This it's harder to roleplay on my own when I can't think of when I, I can't bounce off someone else, so you gotta give me a second. Uh funny enough, the sensei is an Eric Cochran, but he is not oh, from your he is yeah, not he's from not your one village. Of mine, I would he imagine. is not from your village. Okay. So so Ripley walks up and she sort of bows no she she definitely bows she's a respectful bird even when she's a hothead um she pays her respect to the whoever to this guy and she says um well all right i i passed your month of training i did everything uh i was told to do and i i did it all good uh and <laughs> except for the the hand thing i guess uh, but you did promise to train me if I did it, so here we are. He pauses for a moment. Like, this is a okay plea. You're like, yeah, I did all your stuff. You promised. Uh-huh. He has stand... We, Go ahead. As we both know, Rip Ripley's never been good with, like, 
uh, words, with her words. Yeah. Certainly not a smooth talker. Even in the future. Even in the Yeah, she's never really improved at it. That's why she's evened out by Thray. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, stands up. He looks more like, um, more of a peacock than to what you are. You're, you're more of a bird of prey. He's more right. peacockish. Right. And he, he looks old. He looks about as old as what, like, a 30-year-old uh, air cooker should look like. I think that'd be a pretty close to... How how long did Eric Oka live again? Sixty, right? About about thirty to forty years. I think it. Oh ah, yeah, so he's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he he but for some reason he emits an aura that you know he's far older than that. Hmm. And he right. nods his head. And he just goes, um, "You show potential. You will train here." Is this agreed? Okay. Awesome. I'll do it. I'll do whatever you guys need me to do for as long as I need to do it before I master what it is you're teaching me. We can touch we can teach you to touch your inner son. S- son? Your inner son. Is that a metaphor? <laughs> In the future, Ripley just, like, she instantly realizes that wasn't a metaphor. Yeah. In the future, as Ripley recalls, she just, like, bolts upright and is upset. (laughs) That wasn't a fucking metaphor. Okay, so you, um, you're accepted into the temple. And for the next seven years, you train there day and night. They teach you how to harness the element of fire and the light of the sun itself into your fists and your feet. And mm-hmm. through that training, you um, you come to terms with what happened with, in, with your village. You realize that it was fuel for your fire, which that's, mm-hmm. that is actually a metaphor one of your teachers uses again. That one's a metaphor. That one's a metaphor, actually. But it was a fuel for your fire, but you need... You also learn that that the way of the sun soul is a path of, like, tranquility and, like, becoming one with with the light. Mm-hmm. So you you needed to learn to let that go. Like, right. what, at what point do your train, do you feel like you came to terms with I that? Think it ta- I think it takes Ripley maybe one maybe two, three years to really sort of let it go. It, Ripley was always, always told herself that she wasn't letting it like influence her because she tried to be above it. But it was always sort of there in her mind. And it took a couple years of her to re- it took a couple years for her to really grasp the concept of like the tranquility of the art and sort of be at peace with it. And as that happened, she started to shift her fuel more from revenge to sort of her, the early idea of her concept of justice, of preventing such things from happening to other people. All right. Her training 
started as sort of just an outlet uh, for her, but at, at about the three year mark, it became sort of a uh, more of a path of life and, and a means to a new goal, which was to sort of become a protector for others. That's a good way to develop. I'm, I'm proud mm -hmm. for her. Um, eventually, upon the last day of your seventh year, you are brought once more before your sensei. Which, sorry, which year? Your seventh year. Your right, last, last year. year. Okay. And this time, he stands up and bows to you and goes... You have trained what we have taught you all that we could, Ripley. You may stay here if you like, but you're now free to leave as you do chose choose. Uh, thank you, Sensei. Uh, as much as I think I'd like to stay here, I think that would be a waste of everything you taught me. And I think the only way that I know how to go forth from here is to go out in the world and do something with the last seven years of my life. There is a city-state near here, the opposite side of the valley. It's known oh. as Shimmerdeep. Perhaps you may find your calling there. Uh, I think I might. Uh, I don't think I can find it here, unfortunately. Yes. May the sun guide you, Ripley. Thank you. And they give you supplies. You probably say goodbye to everyone that you grew close with here. Mm -hmm. Is there any person you did grow, grow, grow close with? Um, most of the... There was nobody close to Ripley's age, um, either physically, certainly, because she's a 10-year-old bird yeah. at this point, or, uh, like, developmentally. At, at this point, she's like you said, she started as a teenager and left as essentially a young adult. Yeah, essentially. Um... Most people training here, most people here were masters. Uh, th there were no real other students besides her since they're so uh, remote. And certainly not many people know about or seek out the Sun Soul Arts. Uh, it's a very obscure because, way and, of the monk. Right. Like way of the open palm is the most widely known. Right, Maybe the sun soul is one you seek out yourself. Yeah, and, and the location is certainly not easy to get to, and they're very picky about who they select. Very true. So I think at at most the 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 biggest connection she would have would be her teachers, her senseis. Certainly, she trusts them with her life, but not not so much as any anything more than like a. Uh, like an apprenticeship sort of relationship. Yeah. Eventually you say goodbye to all of them, the three who initially taught you and all the other monks who tra trained you in other ways. Mm -hmm. You gather supplies and you head off, flying toward Shimmerdeep, where you'll eventually... How do you feel like you came into bounty hunting? Um, Was Thray actually your first job? No... Thray was like half a year, I think, into um, Ripley. The situation with Thravis was about half a year into Ripley's sort of year one. Okay. I guess actually we're still in her like year one in terms of being like out in the world. Um, 
she spent a couple weeks getting established, like get finding a place to live, getting to know civilization as a concept because she certainly hasn't been in one in her whole life. Um, um, certainly very. Uh, Ripley gets anxious about a lot of things, but she either hides it through her sort of personality quirks her sarcasm or her wit or mm -hmm. just hides it through her training um but she's certainly kind of anxious about like be, i mean imagine that you spent 10 years your whole life out of society and then just was thrust into like the epicenter of the world very true but she sort of starts unofficially moonlighting as a not as a bounty hunter, but as just she sees things happen and steps in and eventually yeah. figures out that that is a legitimate profession, uh, applies for such a license, uh, applies for such a permit or license or whatever you need to be a bounty hunter um, to make money off it so she can live to some extent. Um, and I think I think I might have covered this in the first episode but ripley doesn't really see herself as a bounty hunter by trade she does it for financial necessity and uses it as official connections to get access to certain things mm -hmm. but she more likes to see herself as some sort of vigilante so someone who protects those who can't protect themselves or fights those who would do harm to others yes um, how she came into the the thing with Thravis um, was really just picking up word of mouth, just hearing about the cult for a couple months, and eventually deciding it was something that needed to be at least kind of scoped out to see if that was like something that needed to be taken care of. And that sort of situation got out of hand very fast very fast what with the actual dragon in it and that that was certainly sort of a turning point for ripley both in that up to that point she had enjoyed pretty much a full field of success in, in her sort of forays out into the world she had a decent um relationship with the shimmer deep guard she had succeeded in every vigilante attempt she'd done so far but um the mission with the cult was the first in which she basically ran from the fight because she would have died otherwise uh, yes fighting a dragon by yourself right. is not recommended so it's it was a turning point for her because it didn't shatter her confidence but it certainly made her reevaluate that maybe she was getting too full of herself as a fighter Mm -hmm. um it also brought thravis into her life which <laughs> provided sort of a balance to her person um and also the first person she would actually consider to be her friend not that she would ever say that out loud <laughs> then he just brought chaos into her life yeah because ripley had no true companionship before then even with the monks like i said it was more of a student teacher sort of relationship yeah um and thravis's brought into her life gave her a new perspective on sort of 
everything, really. That's good. I like that. And eventually, as your dream comes to an end, mm -hmm. you enter that mind space of where you're awake and you're asleep, but you've experienced through your meditation before. Right. And you see the image of your sensei. He doesn't mm -hmm. talk or say anything. He just looks at you for a few moments. And then the dream ends. Hmm. And here's what you get from that. You may now spend one uh, limit break point to have your, um, to activate your Phoenix ancestry. Oh, fuck, dude. And, But wow, once you've okay. used that, once you've done that, you cannot use it for 24 hours. Right. And that sort of came about from the memories. Yes, the memories of like all that training. You're like, wow, they were actually using, you're actually training me to like learn about my. Yeah, and I think uh, you said Ripley's Eric Hogan sensei yes. was uh, uh, Peacock. Yes. It's, it's possible and obvious that he knew about her ancestry. Yes. If not, and I, I've gone back and forth of whether or not if Ripley didn't know about her ancestry because she simply wasn't told it prior to being sort of orphaned. Like, did she ever notice that she was only like the reddish bird in the entire village or? Well, I think it, it's not just her. I think it was her, her whole village was like that, but it, it, it was sort of a... Not, not like every single bird or every single Aarakocrin had that much power. Certainly not as much as she does. Um, I wouldn't want to call it like a chosen one thing. It might even be a genetic sort of thing. But one in every so often could have the abilities as hers like resurrection and um, affinity for fire and um, light magic. Or yeah. not magic. So, so basically the soul arts essentially yes she had she just happened to have a natural affinity and as ripley certainly now at this point that ripley come to realize this she would be questioning if the reason she was taken in for training in the first place is because they noticed her potential in their arts and she was never told about it yes <clears throat> otherwise that was as our episode for Ripley's mm -hmm. backstory. We'll see you next time on the Dias cast.